We're gonna blow it every time. Especially this time. Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. Because we'll never stop. We're gonna snap, crackle, pop. Even stop the clock tonight. Oh, wow. This is going to be a very, very important portal. I know Dr. Robin has already told me that she really has been hearing from the Holy Spirit the importance of what we're going to talk about. And um, so let's welcome our guests. I shouldn't say your guests because you're always on. So it's our panel, our, our panel. star, yeah. our star leadership panel who are blazing and trailblazing, pioneering in the dark is we're a new term. that doing <laughs> that one. We did some of that on Sunday. Anyway, let's welcome uh, Pastor Tony Cassis. Hello, everyone. Good to be here in my little cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host, Pastor Nathan Cassis. And last but definitely not least... The visionary, the pioneer, the trailblazer. Oh, dear. Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. When you're finished, I'll say hi. Hi, guys. There's your drum roll there, Pastor. Oh, let's just say hi. <laughs> so um, just giving a recap of what we've gone through this week, um, we were privileged enough to uh, have our church, our creative team, yes. put on an amazing production yes. of The Resurrection. Amazing. Called The Ultimate Shutdown. Yes. And um, uh, it was just uh, a God-given uh, creative. And probably a good idea if you were to thank everyone yes. for that, please, because um, performances, singing, um, uh, the, the acting, the message was was good. Now we're going to add to that to make everything finalized. Yes. I know, um, yes, it was great. And uh, we just want to give a shout out to everyone involved. Oh, yes. Um, I personally just helped, um, just heard the Lord like um, say to me, even in my journal, um, a day after, he just said like, you know, I took your team to new heights through yes. this production. We pulled together a, an amazing production within, I think it was the span of two days. Two days. All written, sung, choreographed, um, acted from scratch with our team. And we had a minimal team because of social distancing rules. And, you know, um, but God was just able to pull us through. And, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. And uh, we had, I think it was over 1,500 views. Mm. Um, it's going up more and more. So I'm many sure people, it hasn't stopped going up. Yeah, so many people were impacted by it. And uh, the message of the production was the ultimate shutdown. Yes, and that's what we want to talk about, this ultimate sh shutdown and, and what took place mm. in that place. I mean, we've said what... Was, we said what the ultimate shutdown was, yes, but no, we need to find the unseen moments. Yeah, that missing link. Mm. So, yeah, just for those that were involved in the ultimate shutdown resurrection Sunday um, production, on behalf of your senior leadership thank and you. on behalf of me, who was the director, and uh, God gave me the gifts to pull it all together, we just thank you. Thank you, everyone who was thank involved. Thank you, guys. Thank you for your talents, for your time, your contribution, the, the energy that you put into it. You deserve a round of applause. Yes, with you. 
And just uh, to let everyone know. And the, in Sydney too. Yes, Thank and you. in Sydney too. Both both churches coming together to put on an amazing, amazing um, showcase of the Spirit of God. And uh, just FYI, yes, the production was taken down from Facebook for 24 hours just so that we could allow um, Facebook to upload it again um, with the final copy as well as um, not have any uh, copyright issues. So if you want to share it with your friends and family, you can go to our Talk New York page on the videos uh, tab and it will be a featured video in the actual uh, video library. So you can share it. You can send it out to as many people as you want. Please share the gospel because uh, Pastor Tony did give a very strong altar call um, to tie in that message in the so ultimate that shutdown. This, this means that it's not financially going to be in, in uh, like usually with talk uh, New York we have the, the the offer and such, but this is given out free. Yes, correct? no, this is given out freely. It will be uploaded the final um, and some other stuff that will be added um, later to, on to yeah, talk to TV. The, yeah. But, but this version moment, is available just yeah. for the public because we want as many people to see it as we can. And it's an offering for us to give this, especially in this situation. Yes, yes. Mm. I feel that people don't need to be entertained in this hour. They need to be transformed. Yeah. So, and so that's what we're hoping it would have done. Yeah. Willing to give this as something to help the body of Christ through. Amen. Come on. Holy Spirit. So, um, I mean, we've done a great introduction already. I just want to give everybody a little bit of a heads up. This is going to be a bit of a different portal because we're talking on some pretty um, mind-blowing, serious stuff. So I'll try my best to keep it a little bit more lighthearted and inject some humor where it needs to be. But I don't want to inject too much humor because I want everybody to really get the gist, Dr. Robin, of what we're talking about. Because I believe that what we're talking about, no one ever talks about. And they don't. To do with the resurrection and... You know, to do with the cross, and we always focus on certain elements. You know, we've we've told this story thousands of times, but yet there's so many elements that we actually don't grasp the fullness of what took place. Yeah, you know, and, and how that affects us mm. in our situation right now. Yeah, see, it's no good just um, knowing a story. We need to have to be able to apply it to our situation right now. Come on. To make it relevant in this situation right now as Christians, mm-hmm. where are we mm. in at this point of time? Wow. First gem of the night. Here we go. So we've gone and asked uh, Pastor Tony if he will give us mm. uh and I mean not a light thing. I want him to share uh, the, the, the gospel, but I want him to go from where he left off on Sunday mm-hmm. to... Give us that prophetic edge. Yeah. So we're going to hell. Oh, Jesus. Wait, I don't want to get too crispy in this moment. Lord. Because we need to go to hell. Because mm. a lot took place after the tomb. Mm. We will clarify what Pastor means. Yeah, when she says we're going to hell, <laughs> she means we're taking a journey in a visual storytelling time. Yeah. And we're going to go and funny thing though, uh, and I hope that people got this from the production, the enemy isn't in hell. No. He's in the atmosphere. He visits hell occasionally. Yeah. He's a visitor, but he's not a resident. Anyway, before we go into it too deep, we're going to go into a break. I don't know. And we're going to come up with Pastor 
come back with Pastor Tony and I sharing d- on that. I don't know if he goes to hell. I think he keeps away from hell. Okay. Um, he he's uh, he might go. Uh, Just checks in once in a while. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know scripture to do with that. Mm. But but the thing is, he's sending people to hell. No. I can't even. All right. This is already getting too hot. So let's go to a break. Let's answer some questions on our live portal on Facebook. And let's come back with a power punch from Pastor Tony. Hey, Talk New Yorkers. We are conducting our Connect Groups online this Thursday at 8 p.m. through our virtual Zoom chat. These chat rooms have been provided to us by the Lord. And yes, we're having it week by week. And we encourage everybody to stay connected, even though we're socially, you know, uh, isolated. Stay connected. It's worth the fellowship. It'll keep you encouraged. Especially this time. Portals. 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 So we are back. And before the break, we were just talking a quick recap on what happened on Sunday and to get us into our actual topic for tonight, the missing link. And so, uh, <laughs> Pastor Tony. It's not evolutionary, by the way. No, no it's not evolutionary. No, don't no. don't confuse that one, okay? We can redeem things. Yes, we can. So, um, I'm just going to bring up a quick visual that people can see online. And if people are listening, they won't be able to see it, obviously, or hear the dialogue, but I'll explain what's going on, Okay. So uh, maybe just give us a quick intro of what you began to share about the ultimate shutdown. And then I'm going to bring up some scenes from uh, Sunday's production and get you to elaborate on it. And they can see that online? And they can see it online. This is the wow. – when technology works, it works good. Yeah, come when on. When it doesn't God. work, we keep pleading the blood. Work. It just doesn't work. But, look, if it's a little bit laggy, we apologise because, you know, We're with this fighting. isolation, so many people are on the internet – and we're fighting other powers yes, to we stop are. hearing what you, you need to hear. Ouch. So, uh, Pastor Tony, kick us off. Go for it. Okay, so um, never before in history has any human being been able to um, live a life that is completely uh, acceptable to God. Mm. And so um, we base that on the scripture where it says, you know, there are none righteous no, not one. There's none who do good. Mm. And so that basically covers all of humanity. And so that, in a sense, um, puts everybody under the um, under the jurisdiction or under the lordship uh, of Satan. Uh, everyone has sinned. Because of sin, death has come in. And so... We're told through the book of Romans that death has reigned mm-hmm. right up until Jesus. Wow. So um, 
you know, the Lord Jesus comes on scene. He's a he's a man of thirty years of age. He has a sinless um, beginning. Yep. This is why the virgin birth was essential. Yep. Uh, Jesus's father has not is not of human origin. Mm-hmm. His father is our heavenly father, and and therefore he doesn't inherit original sin like mm. other men do. Talk to Doctor Robin for a second, because I'm just going to run this stream. And, yeah, uh, go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> I'll tell the audience too. <laughs> yeah, tell the um, audience. I'm listening. I need. I want to hear it too. What you see? So this explains why the virgin birth was absolutely necessary. Isaiah said, "Behold, the virgin shall conceive and give birth to a son, and we shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us." So, God, God, the Father is is the Father of Jesus, mm-hmm. and so the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, and she conceived. Um, so he's 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 got his his physical attributes from Mary's seed, but he's got his his spiritual DNA from the father's you know um, seed, um, and therefore he he was born sinless. And there's some debate as to whether he grew up like every other child, like and so. But at age thirty, he began his public ministry, and. He was tested in the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights. And Satan was there to, you know, tempt him to sin, to do like every other man in history has done. Mm, mm. He attempted him with the three basic categories of sin, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Yeah. yeah. So those th- that's why there were three temptations in the wilderness that were recorded. And to Jackie... The first question. Yeah, I'm about to give you a gem for this one. All right. Um, you said why three? Three again is the complete, the number three. Yeah. Is completeness. Um, and and I believe you got tempted with many other things, but they were the three ones recorded. Um, I think so that covers everything. It covers doesn't everything. It? I think the scripture says he was tempted in all things. Yeah. 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 But he, I um, think the three actually yeah. is a covering. All things fall into those three categories. Three categories. Definitely. Yeah. And so. Satan really lost that fight mm-hmm. badly because mm-hmm. he came out of the wilderness in the power of the spirit, we're told, uh-huh. and then he began to knock every power of the devil out. Okay. He came against demons, he healed the sick, he raised the dead, he multiplied you know, fish and, and bread and other stuff. And so um, this was one man that Satan couldn't manipulate mm. or control. Mm. And that's why on Sunday night, um, we were in a couple of the scenes uh, depicting Satan's last resort, right, mm-hmm. was to kill him. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. control him, kill him. So let's, uh, before you ju- jump into that, let's cut to that scene of the production and we can get a, a feel for what you're talking about. Hopefully this works. Let us know if the audio is playing through on your end, folks. And uh, we'll get the visual of what Pastor Tony was talking about. So for our listeners uh, on the podcast that can't see it, uh, Pastor Tony is uh, just, we're just watching a clip back of Pastor Tony explaining to our live audience that uh, the enemy had done everything he could to tempt Satan in these three areas. And uh, Jesus, you know. sorry, sorry, to tempt Jesus um, in these three areas. And he couldn't get him. You were saying. Yep. So um, you said, so now he's res- resorted to kill him. That's the, the only, only resolution thing. now was to kill him. Yeah. Let the um, people listening, um, you know, just get a little bit more insight on that 
on yeah. that kind of revelation. So I was explaining earlier that um, every other human being up until this point has fallen into sin um, except for Jesus. And so um, many times uh, Satan tried to kill Jesus. Um, you remember the account in Nazareth when his home... His hometown people wanted to take him to the edge of the hill and throw him off. Throw him over and he walked through. Yep. And yep. there were the occasions where the Pharisees wanted to stone him because he said he was the son of God. Yep. yep. And uh, Peter tried to stop him from going to the cross or Satan threw uh -huh. Peter. And so nothing seemed to work on Jesus. He, he seemed to be on a mission and no trickery, no accusation, nothing could stop him. So our online audience, uh, we understand that it's a bit delayed on your end. So uh, rather than play the video, I think we'll just pause on the frame and just allow them to see the, the image as we talk. So um, in that clip, you were talking about the enemy was trying everything that he could to um, tempt Jesus, get him on side, you know, basically prove that he wasn't God, that he was just a man. Mm. And um, and then you said that, that none of that worked. So he just resorted okay, that's it, I've got to kill him. Yep. And so um, from that moment on, it was just, he's dead. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and again, you know, the Holy Spirit foreseeing all of this um, could tell uh, that Satan, you know, blinded by his pride, you know, as he was in the beginning when he tried to raise himself above God, that uh, when you overplay your hand, you go too far. That's what, that's what, That's it, what was. it was called. Yes. And so in his rage and in his pride, he was determined to destroy Jesus. Mm. Thinking that, now here's the key, because this is what we want to talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thinking that like every other man. That's the key. Jesus, the key, the missing Jesus, link. Right. Again, now this is the mystery that Paul was talking about, the mystery of the church, the mystery of the believers in the church, the ecclesia, and the mystery of the power of the resurrection. Satan was thinking, if I kill him, I'll control him like every other human being in history. I'll put him in Hades, which pastor called hell, and that's the, the proper name in English is hell, but in the Greek it's Hades. Wow. Right? And I will be able to get rid of him and bind him in Hades and locked the, the gate and the key because he had the key of hell and death. Mm. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Not knowing that by murdering an innocent man, remember Jesus fulfilled all the law and therefore the law could not accuse Jesus, right, of breaking the law. So by Jesus' good standing and righteousness and fulfillment of the law, he was illegally killed by Satan. Wow. Wow. So that illegal yeah, that illegal move by the devil has now opened up a gate for everyone who trusts in Jesus to also come into that legal righteousness before God. And so that's why I mentioned Mordecai on Sunday, Pastor Nate. Mm. Mordecai had a gallows made by his archenemy, Haman, yes. to kill him on, yes. and it ended up killing Haman, right? And Satan, in his rage, rushed Jesus to the cross, 
gave him a horrific death, not mm. knowing that he was actually hanging himself by killing Jesus. Wow. Because that made a way for God to not just resurrect Jesus, wow, but to resurrect us as well. Get us out of hell. You yeah. said you said two important things that I want to really um, emphasize to people here, and hopefully this works. I'm just going to give them a still image. Um, uh, by the grace of God, we see you here, but hallelujah. Um, <laughs> you don't want to see me. I don't me. want to see you. <laughs> well, you want, we can't see it. But um, in you the, want to bring up the council yeah, of hell. On Sunday, um, the two demons that were standing beside Satan, the two generals, I actually know this because uh, when we wrote it, we wrote, I hope, that people understand that we wrote that with in, in mind were actually death and hell and hell, hell. and Hades, yeah. the two strong, the two strong generals. Mm -hmm. And so basically you're saying that um, the enemy thought that when, when Christ died, he would become subject just like every other man, every other he would lose his full deity and he would just be another man subject to death and hell because he owned the keys to death and hell. And I know Dr. Robin's going to blow our mind later on when she tells us how Jesus took back the keys. Mm -hmm. But he and um, so maybe explain that more so people can get a theological, so, like, you know, yeah, understanding. I, if I may, Pastor, right, right here, we should explain to our audience that you know we we always follow Hollywood's theology. Come on, yeah, say this: the, the cross right. is too much of Hollywood. Hollywood, it? Hollywood depicts the devil as the prince of hell. Let me tell you, the devil has never, ever been to, to hell. hell. He's oh, never, ever Jesus. been to hell. You say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Of course, he had the, 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 red, the red suit, the horns coming out of his head. That is all Hollywood. Okay? Satan, the accuser, he, he resides in the atmosphere of the earth. Mm. How do we know this? Mm. Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. He's called the prince of the power, power of, of the, the air. air. Mm. Okay? He's not in hell yet. He has the keys of hell. He he has jurisdiction of hell. Or he, ha he had, past tense, right? Right up until the cross, he had the keys of hell and death. We're told in Hebrews that Jesus took those keys. Pastor's going to talk about that soon. Yes. But, he, you know, get it out of your mind. The devil does not you know, traverse through the cavities of hell. Hell is a remand center for disobedient spirits, spirits and yeah. humans. Yep. Wow. Okay? You, the only way you go to hell is if you reject God's provision out of hell. Oh. So, again, this dispels this, you know, if God is such a loving God, why does he send people to hell? He's not sending people to hell. They're choosing to go to hell. Oh. Okay? Some crispy flesh on that one. So they're refusing to go to heaven and rather go to hell. My Lord Jesus. Through so ig ignorance. God, the Lord told Moses, choose this day whom life or serve. death. Yeah. And he said to, 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 Joshua. to Joshua, choose today whom you, you will serve. serve. Yep. And so get that ideology that, you know, the devil is this, you know, this horned individual in hell. No. He, he is the prince or the principality of the atmosphere. Now, I personally, I, I believe that wherever wherever there is atmosphere, that's the realm of the enemy. Mm. But we wow. we tend to find, remember, and I'm combining a few scriptures here, 
Um, he's the prince of the power of the air. We don't wrestle about. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. We're told by Paul again. We wrestle with what? Principalities. Principalities. Prince. That's a prince. Powers, powers and, and, ru- and, and, and rulers. And then he says, spiritual hosts of wickedness. In, in the, the heavenly places. realms, yeah, in so, high places. So, can I just maybe under bring that understanding of what they really are and go through them again, Pastor? Will you? It's principalities, powers. Okay, principalities are princes in the atmosphere. When I'm getting my gem button ready, say it again. In say it again. In the atmosphere. Next one, please. Powers are powers. government. Yep. Are Powers are government, demons over the government. And finally. Come on, the next one. Rulers. Uh, Rulers. Rulers. Rulers over countries. Oh. And then spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly realms. Wow. High places. Yeah, that's all tied up with... uh, in those heavenly places, but it also is tied up with keeping man from salvation. Jesus. So so dealing with these four levels of devils. Four levels of devils. I can't, folks. I can't. My flesh is crispy, crispy, crispy. I'm serious about this. And so when we understand that, yeah, then we understand what we're dealing with. Mm. We don't just lump it all together and mm. say, well, the work of the devil is to do those things. That It is organised like the kingdom of God should be organised. It's a hierarchy. And is organised. And it is a hierarchy. Wow. And it has generals and it has colonels and it has sergeants oh. and it has corporals and it has everything else. Now, I've used that those yes, terms. Yes, yes. To show there are levels. There are different levels of devils. Wow, wow, wow. And so... Wrap us up because we got to go into a break. Yeah, just touching on that, because he's called the prince, so, you know, he has, like you said, a hierarchy, but he um, he, he organises... Chain of command. ...spiritual forces. Now, here's another thing I need to dispel. He's not omnipresent, he's not omnipotent, and no. he's not omniscient. No. So mm. Satan is not able to be in two places at the same time. Come we, on, get into this. We, we give him too much space. He doesn't know your thoughts. He doesn't read your mind. So if he he's knows, in one place, he can't be in the other ooh. place. See, he's, 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 he's not like our God. God can be at, in every place instantly, and God can read your mind. Mm. We're told that. Yeah. But Satan has similar restrictions as humans, even in the spiritual realm. He he has to rely on his subordinates to find out information about certain areas because unless he goes there and hears it all, finds out himself, he's not able to be everywhere at once. So wow. we always assume that he knows more than he actually does. Jesus. We've got to say this. Wow. Yeah, we have to bring wow. this We've given him too much credit, too much, too much glory. Too that's, much why, that's why um, we're told by Peter in his letter that angels lo- lo- long to look into such things mm. that the church reveals. Mm. And I believe he meant evil angels as well as good angels, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't know what God's doing next until the church reveals what's go- what God is doing next. Mm. Wow. Well, on that note, 
we're going to let you take a second, listening audience, to uh, really just let that set in because there was a lot that was unpacked in that session. And uh, we will be back shortly. Estás escuchando Portals con la doctora Robin Cassis, donde ella recibe del cielo y te lo regala a ti. Este programa es narrado por Shania Anis y presentado por el liderazgo de Torque New York, la pastora Robin Cassis, el pastor Tony Cassis y el pastor Nathan Cassis. Sigue escuchando para que recibas mucho más. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV, a brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device, commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip. Inspire. Mature. Find the missing link. It's going to bring us into sync. Oh, she got bars for days, folks. Dr. Robin is on fire. Crispy, crispy, crispy. It's because it's so important, Pastor Nathan, that the Holy Spirit wants this revealed. Yeah, I think you were mentioning to me. Um, oh, I still kept my crispiness on. I think you were mentioning to me, and it's so true that um, just on this last Resurrection Sunday, we saw so many, you know, great services broadcasted and people were creative and they were doing different things. But the message never seems to actually get to actually reveal. We always bypass it. Yeah. We go from the crucifixion to the resurrection straight back to the ascension. Uh. And there were t there was room in between that. There were days. There were there was Water movement. Days. There was things happening and it all had significance and it's it's so significant for our lives. If we don't get it, we miss something here yes, yes. that connects the whole lot together. You know, if you take that missing link and you link it back, it's, you know, the chain is a mm, hole. Yes, it's a hole yes. again. When you take the link out of a chain, it's not a hole. Mm. But you put that link back into the chain yeah. and then you've got the full chain. It's a full chain again. Yep. Wow. 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 All right. So we're talking about the missing link. So we've talked about the fact that the enemy wanted to get, you know, Satan dead, 
kill him because he couldn't get him. And now, uh, so let's fast forward. We're at the crucifix crucifixion. Um, he's dead. All right. Christ has died. He's breathed his last. It is finished. Now let's go on that journey. Where are we going from here? So let's unpack those. Everyone, everyone always talks about the Friday and the Sunday, but no one talks about the Saturday. What actually took place? <laughs> the Saturday. The Saturday is the most oh important boy. part. It was the most active place. And yet. But yet it was so depressing on earth. And yet, <laughs> and yet, if you were to look at the tomb, you would have thought nothing was happening. Mm. But that was the most active day of the three. Wow. Wow. So, um, again, theology is important. Please. Um, when Jesus clothed himself with humanity, mm -hmm. yes. he also clothed himself with human limitation. Yes. Wow. Come on. So, wait, come wait, on, wait, 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 wait. Say on, that again. Say that again. I'll get my gym button ready. Say it again. When Jesus clothed himself with humanity, remember he is the pre-existent second person of the Godhead. Right. Yep. So, Again, saints, he didn't start his life at, you know, 4 BC. He started his human life at 4 BC, mm. but he had been with the Father from eternity past. So wow. he, he clothes himself with humanity, humbling himself, you know, to come as the seed of the Father, grew mm. up as an infant. Anyway, fast forward, he's lived a life up to 30 years of age, sinless. Then he starts a ministry of three and a half years, sinless, mm -hmm. powerful. Yep. He gets crucified. Yep. At the cross when he breathes his last, mm -hmm. now he's taking humanity off. off. So you got to get this, saints. we got to get that buzzer there, please. I'm telling and, you, and, and this you've got to get it. Contrary to 99% of the theologians out there, and I'm, I'm putting myself and Dr. Robin out there on this limb. When Jesus died in his flesh, he also put off all human restriction. Whoa! Do, do you understand? Come he, on, here we his go. His flesh was a restriction because... He, like us, had flesh and bone and blood. But now mm. his flesh is off of him. He is now not restricted deity. anymore. Yeah. He's now gone back into God Almighty Mighty. mode. Ah. Yes. Yes. There is this demonic doctrine out there that he was subjected to the devil somehow when when he died on the cross his spirit went down to and hell he had to go down to hell as he, a man he, he was oh, he was subjected he so was tortured this wait, is so craziness so let me so let me let me break it down so you're saying he didn't when, ever when, go down to hell as a man come on come on he went down as the lord jesus christ you bet he in did. his full deity and that was why he was able to say to satan Give me the keys. Me and the that's mine. when you brought out something that was so significant. Yeah, you it was the scene that hey, I wanted. Nazarene. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm Lord. Yeah, it was a scene that I wanted to add into the Resurrection Sunday production, but we didn't get time. But the Lord gave me a scene in my head, and uh, the visual was after he's been crucified, and we see those saints that have been waiting in Abraham's bosom, because yes. now that's gone, and we know that he goes down there to preach to the captives. But the JDS doctrine says he goes down there and he goes down there as a man and he has to be subject and then he comes back. But 
the Lord gave me a visual of him going down. He went down as Lord. As Lord Jesus Christ. And those two generals come up to Satan in the scene and they go, he's here. And so Satan goes goes to him and he looks at Satan and, and, and Satan goes, Nazarene. And he goes, no, call me Lord. Give me the keys. They're mine. And I really wish we had had time to do that because you're bringing a a, a visual right now. So let's talk some more about this because this is the thing that has been missing. Mm. Yeah, like again, the the moment his his flesh died, he was back to being the the second person of the Godhead. Wow, hallelujah! And so there's two there's two possibilities. He immediately went before the throne in heaven and presented his blood. To the Father, uh huh, and then he victoriously goes down into the grave. Now I want to explain to our listeners, hell, that what we call hell, is actually from the Greek word Hades. Mm. Now Sheol was the term in Hebrew that means the grave. Yes, and so in the heart of the earth, this is Jesus said in in I think it's Matthew's gospel. As Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Mm, there's that three again. The son of man will be in the heart of the earth wow. for three days and three nights. So mm. the, it's in the heart of the earth, down deep somewhere in the earth, mm. um, where it's nice and hot. Yeah. Okay? In one, There's two compartments of the grave. Yeah. There's one compartment for the righteous dead, those yep. who died in faith, and there's another compartment for the unrighteous dead, those who mm. died in disobedience. And we see that, Pastor Tony, just to give a scriptural context, we see that when the beggar, uh, Lazarus, actually says, Father Abraham, like, you know, he yep. sees him and he goes down and he dies and then he says, give me a drop of water so that I may quench my thirst. Mm. And Father Abraham says to him, uh, can't we can't, there's a dividing us. line yeah. between us. There's, yeah. a, there's a chasm between you and us. Yeah. So you can look all that up in your concordances, electronic concordances, but... Um, Jesus, after presenting his blood, comes down and he, and the, Peter tells us in his his letter that he preaches to the spirits in prison. Okay. Now remember that prison or that captivity has two compartments. Yeah, Abraham's bosom. So he goes and he's 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 rejoicing with Abraham and Moses and uh-huh. all those guys that are in the righteous dead compartment, saying this is the victory you've all been waiting for. Yeah. But he's also doing a victory lap. On the on the on the unbelieving disobedient side, ah. he's preaching to them, you know, that he is now judge of the living and, and the, the dead. dead. Uh, wow! So he's gonna he's gonna raise them and judge them to the lake of fire. So it's it's really a a, a triumphal boast mm. to both compartments of hell. Wow! So he goes down to hell. Mm. As the son of God. Absolutely. He doesn't go down to hell Mm. as a son of man in the sense of he's not a man. Mm -hmm. He's not a man. He is not limited to Mm -hmm. this, this anymore. We don't know and understand the full meaning of the crucifixion, the resurrection. Yeah. Yeah, and then finally the ascension. We need to know this so that we can get our doctrine correct. Yeah, so that we can know what God is saying to mm. us in mm. this time yeah. right now. So, no restriction on Him anymore. Body's not restricting Him anymore. Mm-hmm. 
and he goes down and he doesn't sub- be subject to anything. Wow. He subjects others to it. I, I just want to throw this at our, our listening this is audience. This is, this, is, this, is a, this is good. What you said is key, right? I think it's Colossians or Galatians where Paul says that he offered himself up through the eternal spirit unto God. Yes. So that eternal spirit is the son of God, Mm -hmm. the eternal son of God. Wow. The beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was Was God. Was God, yeah. Right? He put on humanity. When he takes humanity off, he's back to God again. Mm. Yeah, hallelujah. if the demons screamed in agony when he was limited as a human... How oh, many, how get many, into this. How many more times as God Almighty are they going to be afraid of him? Come My on. Jesus, wow. That so, deserves an applause. And, and, and another important aspect, and then I'm going to calm down a bit. Okay? No, no, don't no, calm don't down. Keep, Pastor, keep going. Keep going. If, if we, God. listen to me, saints, if you take away from the atoning power of the cross, mm. You are disobeying God. God says the blood is enough. The mm. blood is enough. Mm. You know, it was his death on the cross that paid the price. Yes. Nothing else could pay the price. Wow. He couldn't he couldn't do redemption in hell. He wow. couldn't he couldn't even do it in heaven. He had to do it on, on earth. earth. He had to he had to shed blood. The blood was enough. And, and I think but uh, part of that where we take away from the power of the blood and don't misquote me when I say this is that we make it about crucifixion more than we do the blood. Mm-hmm. Because act. my yeah the act because the my act point of being and crucified my but crucifying was a thing that they did. Yeah, so many people died from crucifixion, but it was the blood that came from that crucifixion, crucifixion that yes. changed history for all yes, eternity. Yes. The thief on the cross next to him, the other person next to him, they died the same way. Peter yep. was killed even worse, upside down. Yes. But his blood didn't atone so, yeah. for man's sin. So and that, that started in the old testament. Testament, mm. when they would come and they would offer a, a, a sin offering or such like that, and uh, you know, cut, and they would offer a, a lamb, yeah. which was a foretaste of of Jesus yep. that was coming. Yep. But that would never take away anything. No, it's when just that, a substitution. It would just cover. Yeah. For that situation, it was a covering. It was never taking away the actual sin. When he became the lamb Mm -hmm. that took away the sin, sin, it was because his blood was shed. Jesus. We have to get back to the blood. And we've, in our doctrines, we've gone all over the world. We've gone from um, thinking that he had to be. Someone who had to be born again Mm -hmm. through JDS doctrine, which is so evil. It is. You better stop it. If you've learnt it, you better denounce it and you better repent of it. Puts you into works. All the time, it puts you into there's no, there's no, no power. Yeah. yeah, there's no power in the blood. Yeah. If, if you believe that, yeah. And then the other thing is, we go by experiences. Mm-hmm. 
um, look, Pastor Nathan, we're all on the same level right at this moment. There's only one level on the, mm. at the cross. And at the moment, we're all on the same level at the cross. Yes. I don't care if you've got a major ministry, uh, mega church. Yep. You're in your house. Come on, say this. Like <laughs> all of us right now. This is, awesome. this is it. Right now. Yeah. Holding on yep. to what? I hope we're holding on to the blood of Jesus Christ because that's where the authority is. Because when he took off humanity, he put on God. Jesus. So the moment he breathed his last, just recapping before we go into our break and we unpack this even more, he died as the son of man. But from that moment on, he became the always son. and forevermore the son of, the the son of God. second person of the Godhead. Yes. The Trinity. He, he is all authority. Remember when John saw him in Revelation? Mm, mm. He fell down like a dead man. It zapped all the energy out of him. Mm. Just quickly, Pastor, God never fights the devil. Angels do it. Oh, jeez. I want to say this. You say ministering when, spirits, really. Listen to you? me. Listen, so listen to this. Them. Revelation 12 says, John saw the image of the, the pregnant woman mm. and the dragon. Mm. Then there's war in heaven. Mm. Who's warring? Michael and his angels yeah. against the devil and his angels. Yeah. Yeah. Not Jesus. No. Nah. And then when Satan is bound for a thousand years, who chains him up? Not Jesus. No. An angel, an one angel, angel. one yeah. angel, not not a legion of angels, not a not a you know trillion angels. One, one measly angel <laughs> binds him. It only takes one, and it puts him in a pit for a thousand years. You see, we we put the devil up there with God. He doesn't even come close. Uh, uh, you know who not Jesus on the same level. You know who Jesus fights with. This is going to scare you, people. I was going to say, man, he wrestled with Jacob. No, no, he's coming back with an army to slaughter disobedient humanity. Jesus. I you know I'm, why? I think, I think we need you know to break why? on that one. So, you so, know why? Because he was the son of man as, as, as well as son of God. Uh, he has the right to slay humanity that's disobedient. Yeah, and and so he's he's not really coming back, and we always think that he's coming back to deal with the evil. Yes, he is, but he's coming back to deal with who is doing the evil. Oh my God! Okay, we need to take a break because that There's was so just so much in that, Pastor. I need to have a drink. I need to get some fresh air. Put some blood on my covering because that was a lot. I would challenge everyone at home, what are you holding on to in this shutdown? You're not holding on to anything, I hope, but the blood of Jesus, because like Dr. Robin said, we are all on the same level. If you walk outside- Level at the cross is the same. The only thing that can save you, it's there's not your no good special, ideas, not your programs, it's not your church ideas, it's not your great works. No, I'm just going to say this. There's no special hills where- Someone can be elevated mm. a little higher than the other. We are all on the same level in this shutdown. My this God. Is, this is so discerning. All the mega churches are shut, you said to me. To I me. said it, and I mean it. Everyone millions is on and millions of the, on dollars the of same level. Idle. Same level. I don't care what position you hold in the world. 
in this, you're on the same level. You are relying upon the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you don't know the power of it, let the Holy Spirit show you who was coming back from hell to earth to walk among men. It wasn't the man Jesus, mm. it was the Son of God, the second person of the Godhead. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to go to a break and we're going to take some more questions for our Facebook Live audience. Wow. Hello to our Portals family and Talk family listening in. We are so encouraged and so blessed that you have joined us once again to listen to the Portals podcast. I hope that you've been super blessed by what you've been listening to. I know that it's going to impact and transform your life. And so uh, we are just praying for you and keeping you covered in prayer. Moving forward, as things have changed, our schedule always changes with dealing and moving through this pandemic. So we wanted to let you know of a couple of updates that have uh, been changed and we hope that will serve you better. Tuesday at 8 p.m. we have our City Watch prayer meeting and this is the engine room of our church. We are not stopped praying and we are not stopping moving forward. So we encourage you to join us for our City Watch prayer meeting where we're going to pray for our nation, our city, our government and all that God is doing as he moves us through this crisis. So you can join us via our Zoom online chat or our Zoom online web conferencing virtual meeting room. And uh, the links for that will be posted in all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or if you want to email, you can email info at talknyc.org. To join, you can join via your web camera, via your phone or your um, tablet or device, or you can even call in via a phone number if that's easier for you. So we encourage you to join us and uh, be a part of praying and seeing um, the window up, which is Jesus in this situation. God bless. letting everything sit in because it was so powerful what we just shared in our sub portal if you are listening on the podcast and you would like to hear the questions that are being asked or you would like to hear more of the explanation in between the segments obviously because it's a podcast we can only do a certain amount of time please go to our facebook page and uh just uh, go to our Facebook page and search on our videos tab and you we'll can see Portals them. Live, yes. the missing link, and we'll be able to really fill you in with the portal and what we're showing and sharing with our live audience on Facebook. So people are asking, that wasn't the portal, that was so much. No, that wasn't the portal, that was answering questions. So, so we're it, back in with Dr. Robin and Pastor yeah, Tony. I think it comes down to what is the Lord saying as we as we go on. Yeah. What's the Holy Spirit saying? The Holy Spirit is telling us you are not dealing with Jesus the man. No. You are not. Yeah, I think we I think if I could maybe just add something to that, I think when we sing all these songs and you know, you know my pain, you know my hurt. I'm sorry, we we're always made him way too earthly. Oh Jesus. 
He did know your pain and, and he and did know your hurt and what it felt like, but that is not who he is now. So we're not asking him to be the son of man. We're not asking him to be man. In mm. this situation, we need to know him in his full Godhead. Deity, yes. And his deity in that second place mm. of the Godhead. We need that in this situation now. So if the church doesn't get this... Mm. And we then we'll start leaning on man to be our answer. Oh, my Lord. Every time, Pastor, I start to listen to uh, that man's looking for ways to get through this mm-hmm. and get through this mm-hmm. and get through this, I have the Lord say to me, no, this, this is mine. This mm. is mine. Mm. This shows me. Mm. It's not going to show man, it's going to show me. Mm. So don't look to man for me to use man to be the answer. Mm. This is me. And this is what happened when he was resurrected, when he put that deity on and when pastor's going to mention where he was Mm. and what he did, but he then met them Not as a man, he met them as a god. He met wow. them as the de- in deity. Wow. He met them as that second me- second god of of the godhead. Second person of the godhead. Sorry, second person of the godhead, and therefore, their image of him then changed from seeing him walk with them as a man mm. now to seeing something totally different. So their world changed. Mm, my Lord. And our world has to change. Yeah. Yes, he is walking with us because he lives in us, but he lives in us as God. That's for relationship. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. can't see him on our level anymore. Because if you see him on his on our level, you'll never you'll never get to experience his power. And so the disciples had to see him on a different level oh. than they'd ever seen him before. They had to see him in who he said he was. Yeah, that they never got. But then when he put his deity on then their world changed. Have a look at their world. It mm. changed. It changed. Yeah, it wasn't their friend that they had followed. He, he kept saying to them as he was, like, you know, teaching them for those years, who do you say I am? Yeah. And he kept sort of rebuking them for not seeing who he truly was. Mm. And even the father revealing on the Mount of Transfiguration, this mm. is my son. Mm. Yes. You know, not Elijah, not Moses. This is the one you ought to listen to. Yeah, and it's too important, Pastor. Mm. It's too important now that uh, we're not seeing him on the same level as Mm. us uh, or in uh, so we we then can uh, be predictable in everything that we do and how our lives can be predictable Mm. and how the enemy will study us for predictability. Yeah. Um, But... uh, we need to see who he is, and he's the answer to this mess. Mm. And he was the answer for the disciples after the resurrection. Mm. He was the answer right the way through, but they didn't see it. But when he put his deity back on, they had to see him for the answer. They had to. Wow. 
And Pastor Tony, you were saying another interesting fact that people don't really realize is the difference between resurrection and raising from the dead. Yeah. He didn't raise from the dead. He was resurrected. Yeah. Can you, un- yeah, can you unpack difference. that? That's a very important you know, thing we need to understand. People who are raised from the dead, they've come to life again into their humanity again. Like, you know, their blood is pumping. Their, the same body, their, yeah. Yeah, their sickness is healed. Whatever it is that killed them is gone. Resurrection is when your spirit's been empowered by the Holy Spirit to come alive without blood pumping through your veins. Mm. And so this is what we mean by he he became alive by the Spirit. There. All right? There it is. There it is. Again, to freak some believers out, (laughs) Jesus doesn't breathe oxygen like you do. Come on. He's not doing... He doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't need to oxygenate his blood to no. survive. His mm. spirit keeps him alive. When he eats, it's purely for pleasure. It's not for sustenance. His spirit keeps him alive. Wow. Right? He can materialize without walking through the door. He can vanish without walking through the door because his spirit keeps him alive. Mm. That's a resurrection. That's not a raising from the dead. So what a resurrection is, it gets plant- planted as a physical seed, Paul says this, but the when it when it germinates, when it comes forth in the resurrection, it's it's not limited by physical wow. limitations. Wow. And it's very important to add to that. Remember uh, so Paul said it's sown in corruption, but it's yes. it's reaped in glory. Yeah. It's sown a mortal body, it's reaped an immortal body. So what you're saying is that when he came alive, he entered his eternal body forever. But yet that eternal body has the markings of the nails. Only Jesus has remnants of the past on his body. And isn't that crazy that we will actually, when we get resurrected in that day with Jesus and we enter our eternal states. There's no past on our body. But we'll get a glorified body that has no markings. No markings. But yet he forever will bear those markings. Yeah. Wow. As, wow. a, as a reminder of his love. Wow. And that will that be, is love. Yeah, that will be a, a witness to us. Yeah, that is love. He will be forever the witness of him, who he is. But it comes down to now, how does that affect? It affects us now that we, we, we stop seeing him as a child in a manger mm. and stop seeing him as the crucified Christ. Mm. But we need to now, if we are going to ascend in Christ to see, be seated in heavenly places with him, mm. we we have to see him now as more, as, as not just a resurrected man, mm. but now the resurrected one, who then became the second person of the Godhead. Yeah. He's coming back as King of Kings. King of Kings and Lord, Lord of, Lords. of Lords. Yeah. And if we if we start to see him like that in our lives, mm. then we will look at this situation in a different way. And maybe stop blaming him so much because you only can blame someone when you think they're on your level. But anyway. Yeah. Ah, that's very good. Very, very good. Yes, yes, yes. When we think that we're on the level of someone, then it's easy to bring that earthly thinking into something and do the blame game. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Definitely. Wow. wow. Definitely. See, 
I heard a, a, a preacher say this recently, and I think it's important for us to gra- grab this. The, the world's sort of gone quiet and slowed down, and he was saying the war in the atmosphere, the principalities and the yes. powers, is raging right yes. now. Yes, uh, the, the atmosphere is thick. It's raging right it's now. It's not quiet. Because the breakout is more important than the shutdown. Oh. And. And we're, we're right in the, you know, if we were to bring it back into an earthly way of thinking at mm. the moment, we're, we're right in the eye of the storm. Wow. We're right in the eye of it. And when well, it you're in the calm. eye, yeah. and when you're in the eye of something, I've been in a hurricane. I know uh, what a hurricane goes on like. And I yes. think we've been, been in the middle of a tornado and it goes very quiet, yeah. very, very, very quiet. And then... Excuse it, all hell breaks loose. It does. And therefore, but in that quiet place, it's eerie. Yeah. It's very eerie because uh, there's certain things that you know have taken place and yet it's still, it's like a stillness, but it's an un, it's an uncomfortable stillness. Mm. It's like, it looks like nothing is taking place. But like you said, Pastor, there is such a war, such activity going on. There's a full-on fight between light and darkness. Wow. wow. There is a fight. Yeah. And there is a fight. And even now, I sense that in my spirit. Okay. What a fight is taking place right now. We're in the eye of the storm. We will come out of this. But when you're in the eye of the storm and you stay where you're supposed to be, and it's hard, believe me. It is. It's very hard. I'm not looking forward to any more time in isolation. No. Oh, talk about this. But in the eye of the storm, if God's put you in the eye of the storm, then you're protected for what the storm is doing. You see, when you're in the eye of something, you're in the centre of Mm. it. Uh, But what's going on on the outside of it is absolute chaos. Chaos, but oh wow, destruction. Yeah. And there's a lot of destruction going on, a lot. But God puts you there, puts you in them there, and then you're going to come out of it. We're going to come out of it. We are going to come out of it. But there will be a new world, and we have to be new people. We have to see him as the resurrected Lord, God Almighty. We have to. We don't have a choice. We're all on the same level at the moment, no matter what position you hold Mm. in the world. Mm. You don't hold it anymore because you were just in your house. Mm. My God. You could be a king and you still are in your house. You could be the Queen of England, but you're still in your house. <laughs> I'm telling you. House. I'm telling you're you. You're still in your house. I'm telling you. Wow. And so, so the Hollywood. Everyone is still in their house, and so anyone that is not covered by the blood of Jesus, mm. will they be put in the eye of the storm, or will they be the ones that are getting dealt with? Wow, okay. That's time for a break. Wow. That's important to really, really ponder on what you've just said. 
The blood of the the blood of Jesus is what keeps you in the eye of the storm. Because if you to. study storms, you know that in the eye, it's peaceful. It's very quiet. It's actually no calamity, no destruction. It's in the surrounding and atmosphere. It's dangerous because you could come very comfortable there. Oh, it could be a false paradise. Anyway, we're going to come back into our last segment because this has been an amazing, amazing portal. And uh, Pastor Tony, Pastor Robin, Dr. Robin, they're going to give us a prophetic meaning because uh, what you're basically saying is we did that Resurrection Sunday production on the ultimate shutdown. But if the shutdown has no breakout, then... It's a waste. It's a waste. Wow. Think on that as we go into the break. Hello again, everybody. Pastor Nate here. And with a special important update regarding Dipping Night and how we're uh, going to be conducting Dipping Night in this crazy time. So we are not stopping Dipping Night. Pastor Robin has given us the go ahead. And so Dipping Night will now be moving completely online. So we are going to be opening registrations this week. We're going to be having our prophetic groups, our prophetic art and our prophetic leadership groups all operating via our Zoom online virtual web conferencing so we are excited. This is going to be a new venture for us. So if you want to have more information, please go to dippingnight.talknyc.org or you can uh, visit our Facebook page and see social posts that will be posted shortly about it. And uh, we are requiring everyone to RSVP ahead of time so that we can just manage, you know, the um, people coming in. But yeah, we encourage you to join us because God is speaking in this time. There's not a shortage of the word of the Lord. He's speaking and we want to hear what he's saying. So go to dippingnight.talknyc.org and find out how to register now. Thank you. Maybe mention, if you could, after he went down, kicked the gates, took the keys, told him he was Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just our um, <laughs> understanding of it with our very limited minds. Yeah. And then he walked the earth, pastor, and he visited so many people. Um, and we know that he was witnessing to the, the prophetic word of the Lord <coughs> all the way through mm. what he would do. Mm. But on a personal level, he showed himself to people and to people that he ministered to possibly beforehand to show I was, I am, and I'll always be, you know. But he encouraged them mm. he encouraged them for the next part the next phase of their lives okay wow that is important because otherwise why did he not just go straight to heaven and stay there mm. let's very unpack true. this very it's true important very true i really um don't have the answer to that I mean, he was seen by many over a period of 40 days. Okay. 
So I believe it was to establish a eyewitness testimony. Yes. Of like I think over a thousand people saw him alive. Over five hundred at least, yeah. Well, that was in one sitting. So when you count all the other accounts that aren't really recorded, but, but and then the ones that are, but Jesus only ever did something for purpose. I have heard a lot of theologians say that um, when he appeared to those five hundred or those thousands, some of there is like a, a train of thought that. Some believe that he appeared to those that he had already healed, yes. um, or yes. done miracles for, to who honor, already believed, yeah, that he was who Lord. already believed that he was Lord to honor so their faith, it solidified their faith. Yeah, he gave them the visual yeah. of their faith. So, if he if he appeared to those and and he was appearing to those that he had touched when he was as a man walking as a man. Mm then he was witnessing and fulfilling that he was not just the man mm. in their lives, but he was the resurrected Christ. Mm. Right? Mm. But in that sense, if we looked at it in, in a sense of today for us, we would say if he appeared to us, this would be, not only to witness, because there's no, it's not necessary that God has to prove through yeah. witness. Yeah. He does I not. I get what you're saying. He does not have to prove who he is through witness. He chooses to, but he does not have to prove to man who he is. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I wanted to say is if he appeared to us mm. right now in this situation, right now, in this situation. You're talking about this shutdown. Yes. It's yeah. showing relevant us in, situation in a, for today. as the spirit of death is all around and, and it hasn't touched by the grace of God. It's passed over yep. the Goshen land. But if that happened and he appeared to us, I know for me yep. that would be because he was showing me that he is with me to go forward. Mm. So he would be bringing forth a message, I'm with you. Mm. Through this fire, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not going to let you walk through this fire on your own. Yeah, not see you I'm on the other gonna, side. Yeah, not going to see you on the other side when you get through it. I'm in the fire with you. Wow. Wow. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I believe in him appearing was definitely to witness. Mm. Definitely. But on a personal level for those that were going to go forward, mm. his loved ones, they had that with them mm. as mm. they went forward. Very good. So... Shifting gears for a quick second so into you the prophetic, you? in the prophetic understanding of this, we were talking today, and you said something that was very, very, very Holy Spirit led. You said, "In the when a butterfly goes into the cocoon, does the butterfly break out of the cocoon itself? Itself, mm. or does is there the, a process? Is there a timing?" Where the cocoon knows its time, its time is up, and it allows the butterfly, yeah, to break out. And so there's 
a, a working together. There's a working together with the cocoon and with the butterfly. Yeah. One doesn't take over. The cocoon over. has a purpose. One doesn't take over uh, the action. The cocoon has its part to play mm -hmm. and the butterfly has its part to play to do with the breakout. Mm. So what would you say, Pastor Tony? For that? I would say exactly that. It's the cocoon and the butterfly that... They work together. Work together yeah. So we need to be asking the Holy Spirit, am I working with the process of what my cocoon is making me ready for in my breakout? Because when the breakout comes and the cocoon opens up, are we going to be ready to break out like a butterfly? Or are we going to be so, like you said, comfortable in the eye of the storm mm. that we let the cocoon become home? Yeah, and, let and the me, cocoon is not meant to be home. And let me let, let me let me really challenge you with another thing, please. Okay, um, God created, mm -hmm. so God created the butterfly, mm -hmm. and God created the cocoon. The cocoon, yeah. Yeah, the co <laughs> sorry, the cocoon. It's all right, it's cocoon. cocoon, and they both know their creator. Because mm. what I want to bring this in and prophetically there tie it, it in is. is there it is with Jesus was in his cocoon, the grave, right? Now, just flow with me here for a second. Yes, he was. But the grave knew when the time was up. Yeah, just like the cocoon knows when the time is up. up. Yes, the grave knew. It could hold him no longer. Yes, it gave him up. It and couldn't hold him. So Jesus broke out as the son of God in his full deity. Yes. But the grave knew, right, time's up, can't do it any longer. You know, ex expiration date has been met. And we have to come back to the whole thing here. And this is the key. The father is the creator. Mm. All, all nature knows who created it. Mm. Mm. The biological clock of heaven. The mm -hmm. trees know who yep. created yep. it. The animals know who created them. Yep. Everything knows who created it. It's all witness. Mm. It's all witness. Do we know? Do we know? Are we aware? that we're dealing with the creator of all things. This whole situation, our lives, everything mm. is in the hands of the creator. Mm. And it's so when like the creator says the cocoon, time is up. Just like the cocoon knew mm. it was there for a purpose. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Created. For a purpose. Mm. My God. Wow. <coughs> so, in summing up, before we go to our prophetic friends, we're going to just have a quick break again and come back. But what would you say to those people that are a little bit weary of being, like, you know, the first couple of, like, the first week or so, it was like, it wasn't fascinating, but it was new because we've never been through this before. But now week two and three is setting in. 
And there could be some like daunting depression and some strong evaluation going on and fear and panic and anxiety setting in that this is going to be the cocoon for a long time. What would you say, just like Jesus had a breakout date and the grave knew its expiration date, what would you say to encourage those people listening in prophetically from the Holy Spirit to get them ready for their breakout? Go ahead, Pastor. You say yours. Well, like a like a woman that's pregnant and she's in the final stages of the third trimester. Mm. There's a bit of frustration. There's a bit of anticipation. Mm-hmm. Um, we we can start to feel these things coming on, mm-hmm. but it's a sure sign that you know the Holy Spirit's stirring us up for the breakout. Mm. What I would suggest is you get more into prayer asking the Lord to prepare your heart for the new world you're about to enter into. Yes. Uh, yeah, say that again, because I don't think everyone can catch that in one sentence. Say Probably. that again. Maybe. You know, Jesus said to Go Peter, on. James and John, watch and pray, right, in the garden, mm. lest you enter into temptation. Yeah. So Don't fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, so you watch, you pray, you're taking those words that the Lord spoke before we walked into this storm. Mm-hmm. You hang on to them. But you're also seeking the Lord for, you know, what's this new world that we're going to be facing? Because remember, Noah's cocoon was the the ark. Yes, yes. And when he stepped out of the ark, the world that he was now in was very world. different to the old world oh. he stepped in mm. out of. Couldn't even recognize it. So let me tell you, the devil wants to bring restriction in this new world. Mm. Now, Everybody remembers 9-11. Yeah. Before 9-11, they had no screening at airports Come or on, very get into little. This. Get into this. Right? You could go in with your bottle of water, you know, with your pocket knife, <laughs> you know, your yep. your tweezers. Got changed. Yep. And Batteries. Now, that event, one event, literally shut the world's transportation down to free travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm not saying it was it's entirely bad but it was by fear. Yeah. It was all fear of terrorists, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well now we're we're locked down in fear. Mm. Now are we going to let this fear try and dominate the world that we're going to step into because the world's going to be asking us to take tests, get recorded, you can't do this and that and the other thing without you know like the fear of con- of contamination. Yeah. Wow. So we're going to walk into a world full of fear. Wow. And we can't. We can't move in fear. Wow. So I don't know how it's going to pan out, Pastor. Maybe as no, just as I we go think forward, I'm praying that we walk into a world that's more liberated, not yeah, not restricted. Yeah, I think that you need to see. Uh, examples of the Lord. Look up here, Pastor Robin. I uh, want them to sorry. get your prophetic eyes. Um, just, I think we need to see the examples of the Word of God. And and when uh, Noah walked out, he didn't uh, walk out into something that attacked him straight away or anything mm. like that. And when um, every time the God took them out, we could say he raptured them. Took them above, mm. took them above. Uh, 
every time, even when Daniel came out of the lion's den, you know what I mean? He didn't have to start at the bottom. Um, when they were in the fire, they didn't get thrown back in, yeah. you know, into a lesser fire. I think what you need to establish with the Holy Spirit is to find out what the Lord's saying about this time. Yeah. This is not the end. This is not the end. Because if we look in the book of Revelations, it doesn't match up. That's right. It does not match up. We so were, therefore... We were given another generation. Yeah. So therefore we have to believe he's given us that generation. There's a lot of work by the Spirit of God in this whole situation to keep good through this whole thing, whereas the enemy would, would like to bring bad, you know. But the Lord is omitting certain things and he is not allowing certain things to be seen. So there's no predictability in it. And he is also showing that he, there is not the end here, but it is a preview. A rehearsal. It's a rehearsal. First rehearsal yep. Yes, it is. We have to see that. Wow. Uh, and that doesn't bring fear. Mm. That brings sobriety. The, yeah, yeah. We need to be sober. We need to be sober. So when we come out of this cocoon and we break out, don't be exaggerating in everything that you do. Mm. Don't get carried away with the world and think, wow, I've missed out on so much. I need to make up mm. for everything. Because uh, I think there'll be a big exaggeration on things, Pastor, mm. that we'll think, uh, you know, now it's my turn to break out and to do what I want to do. Mm. And No, no, no. Don't. Be sober-minded, please. Be sober-minded and see the importance of what God is saying and the importance of what it, and, and uh, the importance of what he's doing. Mm. Don't you think so? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, don't get carried away. And uh, this new world, the enemy won't be stopping what he wants to do. Even through the breakout, mm. he'll be trying to divert your thoughts and detour your mm. ideas all the time. This is not him saying, okay, I give up, because he doesn't give up until the end. And God is the one that gets him to give up. Amen. Wow. Wow, Amen. we've really, really done a lot of good, good Holy Spirit-led discussion here. So we're going to take a break hope that helped everybody be encouraged. And uh, we're going to take a break, come back with our final prophetic um, friends segment and Dr. Robin's prophetic charge. Pastor Tony, you ain't going anywhere. Put those headphones back on and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hello,您现在正在收听的是广播节目,Portals。Portals是由Robin 节目由Shania Cassis博士 
I don't think yeah. I have a jingle tonight. I think you could get one. Oh, Lord, I'll have to just rely on the Holy Spirit to just do a quick one because there's been so much. Hello, Portals family. We're coming back in. This has been an amazing portal. So powerful. So many revelations. So many transformation um, principles, but more than principles, actual living realities that we're going to take in and really, really allow the Holy Spirit to write on our hearts. So we don't have the missing link anymore. Yeah, which we talked about. The missing link was the fact that we've believed that um, he... We moved away from the blood... And we made him too much the son of man and not enough the son of God. And we didn't see that when he took off his humanity, right, that was for our sake to Mm. walk with us Mm. as a man. When he put on his deity after the at the end, that is still for us. Mm. For him to be the resurrected Christ inside us. Mm. So it's always for us. Yeah, yeah, wow. He's always doing for us, you see. And we don't, and that's what we need to see. That's why the blood covering, Mm. that's why uh, we need to go beyond just seeing the cross, just seeing being crucified, and then just saying, well, okay. He was resurrected. But after resurrection comes ascension. Seated. Seated with him in that heavenly place. Three things must take place. Wow. Three things must take place in our lives. And so when we do the first one, then we come to the second one, which is the resurrection we're putting on something different now. We're putting on a resurrected Christ mm. with all deity. And then we go to the ascension. Yeah. And we're going to be seated with that one in that place. What does that mean for you and me? That means we don't look at things like we used to mm. when he, you know, those disciples would never look at it like that ever again. Wow. They would never say, hey, he, he used to be with us. He used to be around us. Mm. No, all that used to be had to go. Wow. And it had to be, wow. Okay, you are. The, you are Jesus. You are the son of God. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. Wow. <laughs> And that causes us, Pastor, to see with different eyes. Yeah. We start to see with resurrected eyes. Mm. And then we start to ask the resurrected one, Mm. the resurrected one, to show us how to get through, to walk with us through these things. He's not going to walk with us through what used to be. Wow, wow, wow. And just for our listening um, Portals fan that, you know, tune into the podcast that might not have caught the Facebook Live uh, chats and in-between sessions, I think there was a really powerful question that we need to just quickly unpack again. Someone asked, what was the difference between the name of Jesus and the, and the blood of Jesus? Mm-hmm. And uh, we gave a, a simple but powerful answer. Um, 
And uh, I think in Scripture it's shown, you know, um, call upon the name of the Lord and you sh- and and you will be deeds, saved. You know, deeds get done in the yeah. name. The name bring. I'm sorry, I'm very uncomfortable. You're fine. The you're fine. Um, deeds get done. Yep. Everything is done through the name. Uh huh. But the blood is the covering and the power mm. that brings about that name. Wow. There it is. There it is. So this has been an amazing portal and I'm honoured to host it again. Shania, we miss you. We love you and we look forward to Shania having who? portal time <laughs> with you again. And I'm not going to steal her. Hello, everyone. Because that's hers. i got my own lane. But uh, Pastor Robin, give us the prophetic charge. Uh, if you can in two minutes, because we're going a little bit over time, but praise God, uh, uh, give I, us that prophetic charge that I'm you want to release to the people. Just quick word for the future pastor, and I'll bring a quick word from the Lord. Tonight, I believe the Lord's speaking to Christians. Right. Okay, so here we go. Let's go to into prophetic friends. Christians, or you want us to pick a spot like we normally I, I believe what is needed is to speak to the church Lord Jesus Christ Church. All right. So um, the Lord would say to his church, uh, sons and daughters, I'm providing natural resources Mm. where there is seemingly a lack and I will direct and guide you to these natural resources. There's going to be a... You know, a restriction on on things that you once were, you know, able to get uh, very freely. Don't panic. Um, just keep thanking me and praising me. I will get what you need to you. Mm. There's going to be a little bit of confusion uh, on the streets of your cities as this breakout occurs. But the Lord says, not for my people. You'll know what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, when I'm doing it. And your personal lives will only be adjusted in a minor way. And the Lord says, I'm not going to allow fear to dominate the United States. The United States is going to become stronger from this trial because of my church. That's the only reason I'm making the United States a city of refuge in the last days, says the Lord. And I think that needs to be said that if the United States is the city of refuge, then that overflow goes. Whatever affects the what God is doing in the United States flows over to the world. Yep. So the influence is overflowing to the rest of the world. But the word of the Lord from me is he reminded me that he said another generation... Mm. And with that generation comes his blessing with that generation. So don't look for punishment or just look to your eyes to be totally upon the Lord, working with the Holy Spirit. But don't see this as something the Lord says. Don't see this as me uh, taking you through as begrudging, finishing something that you started. This is a blessing that I'm giving unto you, this generation. And as I give you this generation, I shall give it to you in, um, in 
blessing, the Lord says, in blessing. It won't be in judgment. Mm. It won't be, well, a judgment on there has to be a generation to come. God wants to bless with another generation and which will be an exciting time, the Lord says. But not a time for the flesh, but a time of excitement in the spirit. All that you've ever longed for, the Lord says, and I say this to the church of Jesus Christ, all that you've ever longed for is to see me. This is a time when you will see me. Wow. Let's give God some praise. That's incredible. And this has been an amazing portal. I don't have a jingle because I, I have been hosting, but I will add my jingle on and you can listen to it when you go and listen on the podcast because it'll be a prophetic surprise. But I but, want you uh, to do something different, like we're doing something different. Why don't you uh, prophetically jingle? I do prophetically jingle That's each time. Right, <laughs> you usually write it down, but at church you can sing the song of the Lord just like that. Oh, Come on. I'm not sure I could do it justice. But, uh, don't, you don't have to. He'll do the justice. I'll try, and then I'll give the final one on, on the actual uh, podcast. But this has been Portal's podcast. I hope we answered your questions online. I hope this has helped you to understand that uh, your breakout season is coming. Don't believe the headlines. Don't believe the fear reports. Remember, there's this principality behind the media. So take what you're seeing, you know, very, very lightly and filter it through the filter of the Holy Spirit. Allow him to show you who he is. It's not just the son of man. He's the son of God. Yeah, that, and that's, that's the key. That's the key. And if you keep your eyes on the son of God, come out, build that altar, um, then you'll be ready for your breakout season and you won't be caught up in depression or breakdown instead of breakout. So when, you, when, it, when it's all declared, it's over, you know. And get on your knees before the Lord yeah. and thank him. Wow. Powerful, powerful stuff. Go ahead, Pastor. Let's hear. I know you can do it. I don't think I can, but... Three or four words. Mm -hmm. Prophetically, speak the word of the Lord. I'm trying to get my flow. I don't have anything at the moment. Okay. So I can try and listen because I like to get every part of the segment and well, let me culminate finish in something. by bringing forward that uh, when I returned from Australia um, and uh, was not looking for anything, didn't know dates, really caught up. I mean, you can be so caught up in time you don't even know the what date's significant mm. in your life. 
And the word of the Lord was that there were two dates that he was giving me, the 12th. Yes. And I didn't realise it was the <laughs> Resurrection Sunday. And uh, he just told me a very significant thing was going to happen on that day. Yep. And another time he gave me a date and it was the 24th of April. Mm. And mm. It, I thought, well, that's really not that significant because it's my birthday, you know. I mean, why would you be doing that? I already know my birthday, you know. And he really impressed upon me. It's very important that date, and uh, that date is very important because uh, I d realized then that the twenty fourth uh, was a date that uh, years ago that Israel was actually in the hearts of man to become mm. a nation. So something is going to be birthed. Yep. Something big is about to be birthed on the 24th. Now, I'm standing out here saying this. It's God's word. He'll watch over it. He'll protect it. And uh, uh, I think the reason why he would dare to tell us, because he wants us ahead of it, not behind it. Amen. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So look out for the 12th and the 24th. The 12th has already passed, so look out for reports of what took place. And we have seen major significance Amen. in that. We're praising God. The death toll in New York City is going down. down. The hospitalization is going down. It, flat, it went, yeah, the, yes. I hate the term, but the flattening of the curve. People oh, are not curves, yeah. but anyway. I hate even having that sort of said because people are lies. Yeah, exactly. So, um, again... We just pray that this has blessed you. Uh, Portals Live is a new way for us to interact and stay connected and have community. And uh, even when we have this breakout come upon us, we're still going to do Portals Live because yeah, we believe that God's really given yeah. it to us as a key. So for now, you've been listening to Portals. Portals. That was like an arpeggio, but off key. It's all right. And uh, we'll see you next time. God bless. All right, guys, here's the Portals Jingle process coming at you, just as I promised. Get your pen and paper ready. The breakout season's coming, just like the second coming. So get your sandals ready and let your prayer be steady. Saturday is not just another day. It's the time that Jesus freed you from the grave. Cause when he breathed his last, gave up the ghost and gas, he took off all his mortal and became heaven's portal. The full deity that took back the keys. He robbed from death and hell. This truth he did now swell. I am not simply just the son of man. I am the alpha, omega, great I am. That power lives in you as resurrection truth. So you can't blame him for your devils cause he ain't on your level. Don't rob him of his throne. Keep him in human zone. Cause when you do your breakout is robbed from all that's grown. For when you see the power of his atoning blood, it will blow out all the candles of JDS's mud. His name opens the account, gives you something to access, but his blood makes you a signature, legal right to every asset. When shutdown 
exploration date has been reached and you decide to break up and let fears grip be breached don't rush into your plans or try to live in makeup go back into relationship with mindsets you just broke up you need to build an altar so that you stay in sync the second person and his deity is your missing link He's your missing link He's your missing link The second person and his deity Is your missing link